0: The following is a presentation of the WRBB Sports Podcast Network. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time of day it is. Welcome to another episode of Husky Hoops. Good to have you back joining us today. I'm Mike Puzengara. I'm joined, as always, by Justin Diamond and Peyton Doyle. Guys, how you doing? Doing well. Doing well.
1: just, you know. Live another week where I'm reminded to never bet on the CIA.
2: Great advice, Peyton. Incredible. Going to note that down for the fifth time this week and uh, uh, try to remember it this time.
0: It's it's tough to remember, but you got to keep hammering that one in there. Very important to know. Um, This is episode four of Husky Hoops. We just reached the end of the men's CAA season. And after this weekend, we will hit the end of the women's season, um, regular season. That is, we still have those tournaments coming up, which are going to have a lot of great basketball there. Um, all of us will be at at least one of them. Um, Peyton and Justin will be at the men's tournament. and Peyton, myself, and Ray Deer will be at the women's tournament later that week. So, going to be going to be a fun week coming up.
1: Yeah, it's going to be some some good WRVB trips about to be taken next the next, like, 10 days, whatever it is. (laughs) It's
0: tournament time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, starting us off, our final regular season weekly awards. For Player of the Week, all of us were in consensus. Demetrius Underwood from Charleston was a monster this week against Drexel. 23.7 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals against Delaware. 14 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, and 2 steals. And then against Northeastern, 19 points, eight rebounds, and eight assists, and another two steals. He was just so good, filled up the stat sheet every game. A big two and one weekend or week, full week for the Cougars. So he gets our vote for player of the week.
1: Yeah, and then for runner up, I think we're all gonna go with Darius Burford from Elon. You know, he had 21 points, eight rebounds, three assists, and two steals in beating Hofstra, who is. Slowed down over the last week or so here. Then against Northeastern in that win, he had 15 points, two rounds, and three assists. Now, the two wins don't really do much for their placing in the standings. They're still sitting at eighth, but it does give them some nice momentum going to the tournament and just a solid performance from Burford.
2: Definitely. And for rookie of the week, it's a familiar face, Jair Davis. But uh, he's kind of up the statistics this time around. 23.7 rebounds against UNCW. 20.5 rebounds against Charleston. Back-to-back 20-point games for the rookie. And for the season, he's also shooting cool 61% from the field.
1: And for so far for our games of the week, we had some high-scoring affairs and some also very low-scoring ones. Sorry, if we'll go with a close battle between Drexel and Charleston on, on this past Saturday, where Drexel won 82-79. And then on Thursday, another Charleston game, they scored at 99 points to, Del- to Delaware's 96. Quite the offensive showdown there. And then kind of to counter that, that same night, Northeastern held William Mary to just 28 points. Not something I expected to see this season, but, you know, Never really know what's going to happen in the CAA.
2: Never know. And yeah, moving on to conference seating. We've alluded to it uh, quite a bit, but yeah, Northeastern as expected going to slot in as the last seed. They're going to play William and Mary yet again in what is eff- effectively a play-in game with of course JMU not being eligible for the tournament this year. There's just one game in the first round. Northeastern versus William & Mary. Winner of that will play the number one seed in BCAA, Towson. Uh, Towson barely edging out UNCW. They have the same record, Towson with the tiebreaker to get that one seed. Uh, UNCW will play Elon in the second round. Delaware will play Drexel. That's the four and five. And Charleston and Hofstra in the six
0: versus three. Yeah, Towson uh, clinched that number one seed with when they were finishing the suspended game against Delaware, that ridiculous game where the court was too slippery for them to play. (laughs) And yeah, just uh, congrats to the Tigers. UNCW also had a fantastic season. Can't take anything away from them. And all that they did, they still get the second seed. So pretty solid for them. Uh, Moving over to the Women's CAA, our pick for Player of the Week again. We were all in agreement for Tessa Brugler from Drexel. She had two great games and two good wins for the Dragons, the number one seed currently in the CAA. 18 points, seven rebounds, and three blocks against William and Mary, and then 23 points, nine rebounds, two blocks, and two steals against a pretty good Elon team. So a solid week for her and a good week for Drexel. Yeah.
2: Okay. Huge game for her, for our runner-up, another familiar face, Jasmine Dickey. Um, You know, we've talked a lot about how we had to hold her to a bit of a higher standard, but still 25 points, 11 rebounds versus Elon, and 22 points and 15 rebounds versus William & Mary. Both wins for the Blue Hens. Um, Just uh, tough to keep her out of that top two
1: week in and week out. You know what? I voted for her before for player of the week. I actually refused to vote for her for runner-up this week. Jenna Anna I think, had a a had a different performance than she did. Um, she had twenty nine points, five rebounds, seven assists, and four steals. Even though they, they lost to Hostra and also put up twenty points, five rebounds, and nine assists over UNCW. So, Jenna Eric Anna she's been forgotten all season as a, one of the star players in CIA. Shout, shout out your performance for Charleston this past week. She's she's my runner up, even though she will not be our official runner up. Yeah, you know, we we have again
0: we haven't forgotten Jenna and Carico. Oh
1: no, it's the rest. Everyone, everyone else. is <laughs> not does not her.
0: Peyton's making this a trend of always disagreeing with the runner-up pick on the women's <laughs> side. Peyton outvoted yet again. we're gonna we'll have a week it's with like a spice. really obvious pick, and he's still gonna disagree. <laughs>
1: Peyton's I'm, gonna I'm find somebody these these box scores,
2: man. with like like I don't know, eight points and like three rebounds and like three steals and it's going to go for 10 minutes about how they deserve uh runner up for player of the week.
1: Yeah. All the players, baby. That's complete what I'm game. about. Yeah. Filling up the box so, score. I'll always vote for Claudia Soriano every single time. for Rookie of the week. It's speaking,
0: week speaking of Claudia, she is again, our consensus pick for rookie of the week. As you would expect, she had two pretty solid games against JMU. Nine points, four rebounds, three assists, and also four steals. And against Towson, she really had to step up after Kendall Currents got hurt. She had 18 points. It was a game high, three rebounds, and also two steals, and was really the primary controller of the offense for Northeastern in the final three quarters. So definitely a huge game for her and a tough loss for Northeastern.
1: Yeah, and that loss actually is one of our games of the week. Mike and I were both there. It was it was a battle the whole time. You know, even though Kendall Currents went down that first quarter, Northeastern was fighting. They had leads all throughout. They ended up losing 57 to 56. Just a really tough game to watch, but a great game to watch at the same time. Our other game of the week is Delaware versus Elon, where they just barely beat them at 65 to 61. Not exactly playing down for Delaware, but definitely showing a, a tough matchup for Elon, who is a little bit farther down in the standings. And speaking of those standings, still a week left to go. Two more games, I believe, for each team, except maybe just one. No, yeah, two for each team. Sorry, I was, math is not always good for me. Um, we have Drexel currently leading at fifteen and one. Right behind them is Delaware, fourteen and two. Then Towson. So I believe both Towson and Delaware could potentially get that be, could There could be three teams with the same record at the end. I don't believe that either of those three teams are playing each other this week. And then there's kind of the middle of the pack teams with Elon, Charleston, Northeastern, all at seven and nine. So we're definitely going to see hopefully some movement in there. And then in that bottom third, we have William Mary, Hosh, and UNCW. With UNCW locked into that, into that bottom seed, they have not won a conference game.
0: Yeah, been a uh, tough going for the Seahawks this year. Yeah. They also, they've been missing uh, their leading scores here at the cost the past few games as well. So really tough, really tough for them. Um, they got smoked by Charleston earlier this week. And I was watching some of that. Charleston kept their starters out there for like 38 minutes. They were out by like 30 points. And it took them until like the final two minutes to pull Anacarico, to pull Edie. They were like, nope. We're not risking it. Sometimes you just
2: gotta, you know,
0: rub it in.
1: Yeah. Um, I I appreciate that. 87 points. That's that's a mark. They, <laughs> they won by 31.
0: <laughs> they weren't playing that, around.
1: Shout out Perkins, who dropped 24. I'm pretty sure that's their season high, but solid. It is, yeah. She had a double-double. Solid team. Perkins performance. Oh, yeah. yeah. 11 rebounds. <laughs> Guys, three assists. Anna Steele, that was a complete game. Something I love. Man, I, she should have been my runner up.
0: She should have been. I, started. I can't go back too and late. change it now. Too late already now. no, already picked, nope. already picked yep. too, for too that.
1: Yeah, eh, it's one of those Charleston players. That's all it that matters.
0: Charleston women and Charleston men are the same thing. It's just like someone, you know, just Charleston. No, there's no
1: Anna Carico for Charleston. Equivalent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. That's,
0: that's too harsh there. No one from the men's side even stacks up. Switching over to the men's side, thinking about Northeastern specifically this week, the Huskies did pull off their second CAA win of the year. They finished things up. You did it. Two and 16, as I said last week. I don't remember if it was on the podcast or before it, but I am wearing my Bill Cohen 251 wins t-shirt after he got his second CAA win of the year. <laughs> Let's go. Love to see that from them. And it was a great game
1: to do it in, too. Yeah, uh, shout out shout out Head Coach Bill Cohen for for staying through this season. I mean, you know, we followed up a they guys, they won the regular season of the CIA last year. They did, they did hide uh, with JMU I, for the regular season I, title. I, I, that's I I'm sorry. It's just we miss we yeah, miss you, Tyson. Tyson Walker <laughs> so game winner against Purdue, I'm pretty sure. As- oh yeah. <laughs> game, game winning three with one second left. Yeah. Because no, like, of course he like did. Just, <laughs> like you said, they won the game. They destroyed William Mary. William Mary scored 13 points in the second half. I mean, um, scored also, 20 overall. Yeah. 15 points in the first half. So pretty, pretty bad game. I mean, they kept William it pretty Mary. even. Like Yeah, there no, were consistency. That's why. It's I mean. not like they had
0: a bad half
1: in that game. Like they were <laughs> pretty even the whole time. They shot six percent from three and 22 percent overall hey but they hit those free throws 80 percent baby um that sounds yeah, like odds really... when we go play pickup like <laughs> okay
2: really shoot that well on free throws not quite
1: <laughs> we don't take free throws so we'll <laughs> never know um but jason strong king jason Strong's a king he never really played up to his full potential i don't think but he played well in this game off the bench 13 points two assists. Jason Strong you're that we'll miss you man. He had a nice Nike's, week. Yeah. Solid solid week. Thank Longest tenured be Husky. Five years here year with the
2: program. He's seen
0: yeah, a lot, you know he's 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 been through it. Not really because they've been pretty good except for this year but <laughs> he's been around for a while so this is a tough year though. Yeah. <laughs> congrats to all the seniors as well. Um, for the men's team, Jason Strong, Shaq Walters, Nicola Jogo. Um, for the women's team, who we'll talk about in a few minutes, uh, Kendall Currents, Katie May, Emily Calabrese. Appreciate all of you. Um, an extra special shout out to the men's seniors for sticking through this year because it's been tough. It's been tough for you and the women's seniors for sticking it out through it and coaching. The whole change. career.
1: Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But shout, say so shout out to Nicola Jogo. Career high, 27 points lost to Charleston. You know, even though he wasn't the most consistent player this week, just he's been he's been a real hero this year. But strong, solid, you know, thirteen points in that game against William Mary, fourteen against Elon on Saturday. Am I correct in that? That I was really indeed hope. Elon. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, I know. And then find he averaged four rebounds and two assists over those two games. Just solid, solid, strong to end out the season. <sighs> And then, of course, we have the tournament coming up. Um, you actually are allowed to still play in it, no matter what. That's the beauty of the CAA. Unless you leave for the Sun Belt. Oh yeah. As long as you next do that. season. As long as you say that you're leaving the conference after the season's over, then you're okay. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be last, but play William Mary, who we just absolutely beat down on so yeah
0: look i mean the the matchup in the first round is william and mary and if they somehow win that game which is actually genuinely possible that they could win that they get to play Towson, who is the only other team in the only team league. they beat so like we could see the huskies go on to the semifinal. and it it's so hilarious that the two teams they are would
2: play in the first two rounds are the only teams they beat
0: Towson would have been better off losing today to delaware and getting that second seed so they don't have to face Northeastern. <laughs> no. Hmm, I don't know about is, that one. It is <laughs> important know to know
1: that the Tribe and the Tigers shot so, 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 so bad in both those losses that it, it would be nearly impossible to repeat that. Well, like, okay. Eastern... Both of
2: them hit exactly 1-3 for the game against Northeastern.
0: Northeastern played Towson close on the road. I will say that. I think it was a three or a five point loss, but yes. they were in that game. They, they've, they've played a lot of teams. Maybe Coleman close, will be back.
2: You know, um, we can believe. We'll pray on it. I mean, the the, the reason their record is so bad is a combination of a few games where they just haven't shown up and they've gotten absolutely mm-hmm. demolished, and then also the games that they have kept close, they're just so unclutched that they haven't won those either. So, yeah, I mean, they've, they've, they've kept it close with Towson. They've kept it close with Hofstra. They've kept it close with UNCW. You know, like, those are the best teams of the conference. They played all those teams close. They just, you know, out, out of all those combined, they pulled out one win, and it was the game where Towson managed to hit just one three.
1: I, I guess I would say, if you were to ever bet on the CAA, I don't know what the f- figures are for Northeastern to win the CAA championship, but, like, put money down on that right now. If anything is, ha- if there's anything that possible, Peyton, that's possible, combined with really something bad. This is life. the worst take I've ever <laughs> this is, heard. This is such bad. <laughs> okay, I was expecting something here. like Bethany okay.
2: under a Northeastern shooting now, percentage. We have like
1: or... a graph of odds, like high of lowest odds of happening and possibility. It's like the best matchup is here like <laughs> this is a podcast and that no is one sub- can see where you okay put your is attempting to draw a supply and demand chart <laughs> yeah. for some reason you know I think northeastern has, got, has such bad odds of winning that you can there's nothing that you can lose by just putting a little bit of money down on them to win because they can, can, lose can lose a little
2: bit of money yeah but you can, can win I, a whole lot I could take a do dollar it. and like I don't know do- I'll put- can you buy for a
1: dollar $10, that's that's what I'm talking about. $10?
2: Uh, oh, my God.
1: Earlier today, buy so much for $10. with my she card bought... at
0: Stop and Shop, I bought six English muffins for $1. You what? So, yeah, I think that's a better deal than putting a Everyone dollar on Northeastern. Go Northeast to Stop and Shop right now.
1: <laughs> As you're listening to this, no matter where you are, go to your, your Stop and Shop and get some
0: English muffins. Money, <laughs> you say six? So you I got six buy... English muffins for $1. You could $1. buy
1: 60
2: English muffins, or you could put your $10 on Northeastern to win the season. Yeah, but you could buy
1: like 6 thousand English muffins
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so if Northeastern wins we'll assume Sorry. the odds are like a million to one because Northeastern <laughs> isn't that bad but like even if it's like a thousand to one or something you know you win that you put a dollar down you don't have a thousand dollars six thousand English muffins right there compared to that's like a less than one like millionth of a percent chance but, of happening but i'm saying
1: that there actually is a better chance of that happening because they played everyone so close this year and can put it all together come tournament time
2: i think what Peyton's is trying to say is for a last place team they're better than most last place teams
1: <laughs> yes that's, I don't think okay, you should bet on them however. that's that's an
0: actual take that's fair like no, i'm saying, if my take of i think they're it. a better team than william and mary
2: Peyton, if you would like to break the rule that you set out at the, at the beginning of this episode, be my guest.
1: People should do this. I'm not people. Many people are saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Many people. Anyway, the so... Northeastern women's team.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Northeastern women's team had a pretty solid weekend results-wise. Um, not exactly... Everything else wise, obviously the leading storyline coming Uh, out of this weekend was Kendall Kearns getting hurt against Towson. Um, we are awaiting updates on her. Uh and we'll see if you know she's back in time for the tournament, which would be a boost for Northeastern. Um, but there seems to be a strong chance that she isn't back in time and she's done for the year, um, which would be a tough blow for the Huskies, but Speaking of Kendall Currents, um, we did name her as our player of the week.
1: John Kendall Currents.
0: She had a fantastic game against JMU, was hitting her shots, 22 points, did what she had to do in that game. And Doskies needed that. They beat JMU, they swept JMU, um, they beat him so badly that they're leaving the CAA in shame. <laughs>
1: Yeah, for anyone who hasn't um, read the recap of that, it details pretty well how cowardly James Madison is. Like, uh, just as a as a women's basketball organization. Um, go to our site, www.websports.com, and read that. Um, that's all. But, yeah, great job by Kendall. Only played nine minutes on Sunday, though. I feel like... I think it was less than like, that. Wasn't it? Was it, it less? Yeah. I think it was six. I hope not. Okay. Because I think she got hurt with 10 minutes left in the first, which is brutal. Um, yeah, terrible. Terrible. But as far as single games goes, games go very solid performance against just Madison. And really, Claudia wasn't good enough in that game to warrant her having played the week in my mind, even though she played pretty well against uh, Towson. But they they're actually... They're they're definitely looking better than the men when it comes to their tournament seating. Yes. We know that we know that for sure. (laughs) By a lot. Um Um, so the
0: Huskies can finish anywhere between four and seven, depending on how they perform this final weekend. So right now they are at seven and nine in conference play. They are tied with Elon and Charleston. And then William Mary's five and eleven. So if the tribe sweeps and northeastern loses both their games, um, then William & Mary could pass them. I don't know what the tiebreakers are exactly um, because I was trying to look at that, and right now the standings say that Elon is ahead of both Charleston and Northeastern, which if the tiebreakers are the same as last year, you go head-to-head record, and then it's um, record against common opponents starting at the top of the standings. So if it's based on that, where the teams stand right now with Elon, Charleston, and Northeastern tied. Charleston would be ahead of both of them because they somehow beat Drexel.
1: Good for them. That's still all I still not know I how say. that happened.
0: But... I have no idea. And Northeastern would, be ahead. Northeastern would be ahead of Elon because Northeastern swept JMU and Elon got swept by JMU.
1: But then, that makes these games this week really important because UNCW has to be a win. That is like the biggest yes. <laughs> yeah. of all time you have to win that game and if they can beat charleston then they have the outright head-to-head because they would sweep the season series
0: so really they have it over charleston but like i don't yeah. know how it works if it was a three-way tie
1: we know if there's a three-way tie they they would have they would sure be ahead of charleston right that's they w-
0: based on head-to-head if they sweep charleston yeah. yes and yeah. then there would be Man, Let's I don't even know. Playing. Like, hold on. Charleston oh, is we're, playing we're Hofstra and right Northeastern.
1: Oh no! <laughs> so, both at why home. they have to play so, terrible teams. It's, no, it's we're a not terrible team. team. Why do they have to play Hofstra? <laughs> um,
0: and Elon Good catch, is playing. Everybody. Good catch. Elon is playing William and Mary twice because they had a game oh, earlier gosh. this year that they rescheduled uh, because it got canceled, and William and Mary last weekend. Sydney Wagner was in health and safety protocol, so she didn't play. So, like, if she doesn't play, you assume Elon's going to sweep that weekend. If she's cleared in time, they got a shot. But
1: that's just, like, terrible timing for her. I mean, yeah, if she doesn't have COVID, then she should be good to play. Was she out for the Thursday or the Friday? She was out for both games okay
0: but we don't know when she entered the protocol where this is is true this is speculation yeah we have no idea everyone way too much anyway Northeastern plays UNCW and Charleston they have to beat UNCW coach B told us after the Towson game that you know they're gonna experiment with things try some new things out uh they won't have currents for this game so they need to figure out you know where are we going to get some of those points from so this is the chance to do it, and then you tune things up, and you go into Charleston, and you hope you can slow down Anna Carrico and Edie and Abercrombie and Perkins and the 800 scores that they have. It's actually, like, six scores that they have. They don't use their bench except for Abercrombie.
1: Yeah. Um, Charleston's scary. It's really scary mm-hmm. offense.
0: Um, yeah, like maybe yeah. Drexel. Man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's all you need to say.
1: But, but there's hope. Even though Ken LeBron's most likely will not play, there's, I have hope. We yeah. played Towson super well without co
0: They did. Losing to thousand by one without your leading score is huge. Yeah, like that's, that's fantastic. And obviously you wish that result had gone the other way. Um, needed to get a stop at the end and didn't. Um, need to hit shots at the end and didn't. But, but
1: defense was incredible.
0: They, they the played really
1: well. Yeah. Scoring. They're the best offense, five points per game in the conference. And so you can shut them down. I mean, they held Ali Kubek to like five points. Yeah, seriously. No one does that. No. So see you later, Aaron Eadie. I don't even know who you – who cares? <laughs> I don't care. Zero points for you. Aaron Eadie, uh, the walking double-double. <laughs> nothing. She's not getting a single rebound over freaking Tambu and Motemo. <laughs> Let's go. Love
0: that. Shout out to Motema. She had a great weekend. Um yeah, nine she was, points in both was, games. Also considering her for player of the week. Dude, I thought she was gonna sneaky win conference rookie of the week, honestly. Like <laughs> yeah, she's a freshman. She had like nine points, I think, averaged like seven rebounds a game over the weekend. It's pretty good and for a that's in like
1: less than 20 minutes per game.
0: So yeah. beast So shout out shout out to Jamimu Motema. Um but, yeah, Northeastern has to do well this weekend, women's team. The men's team also has to do well or their
1: season is over. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but we'll yes. be there for coverage. We can promise you that. We will. Matter uh, the the result. And there's sure to, one thing you can bet on. <laughs> yes. It's that
0: WRBB will be there. So uh, be sure to tune in um, if you're in the Boston area. It's actually on the radio. It'll be on 104.9 FM. Um, If you're anywhere else, you can find the stream on our website, WRBBsports.com. And Peyton and Justin will be at the men's tournament. Peyton, myself, and Ray will be at the women's tournament. It's going to be a tough postseason.
1: That's yeah, yeah. like you
0: gotta give, give it a more positive spin than that for the end. It all comes um, down to this. There this we go. Is like the that. final week of the season. There we are. The team's gotta get some wins. The women's team needs to finish out the regular season with two huge wins on the road. The men's team going into the conference tournament with spirits high and good vibes. Now I'm and hyped. Let's go. Maybe Coleman
1: stuck a back. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We can only hope. We also might be having another episode this week. We, are yet, we don't know yet, but stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, always we, always follow, follow our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. And you listen, you, you wait and you, you get ready for this next episode if it comes. Yeah. We, uh, shall it <laughs> we,
0: we are all students with, you know, I think like midterms are coming up, something like that. I don't know. I don't have any exams, but I got a lot, a lot of projects and stuff um but we're trying to find a time to record a special episode like a men's ca full season rundown give our final end of season awards um which will be more accurate than the caas
1: yeah for sure you can bet on that (laughs) Uh, we're doing a lot of that i don't know how you could do that that's no possible (laughs) way but there's no book
0: that carries the husky (laughs) hoops yeah end of season awards odds (laughs) they would go bankrupt um (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us today. Um, tournament coverage is coming up, so be sure to tune into our broadcasts of those for both the men's and women's CA tournaments. Thank you for listening to Husky Hoops today. I've been Mike Puzangara, joined as always by Justin Diamond and Peyton Doyle. Have a good rest of your day.